This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Last time on Robots of the Company. The captain, there are two of them. Uh, I'd better go find him before. Before what? Huh, Shinwipe? Before I find out that you've brought him back on board? Yeah, something like that. Well, too late. I'm on to you now, and I'm going to stop you. Yeah? You and what army? Me bring daddy. Me bring daddy. Me and this army. You will bow down before the might of Excelsior and son. We will destroy you. Oh, no, Captain Putch. I think this could really be the end. And now, the conclusion. That's quite an entrance, young Bond. Wow, that's a seriously heavy bout of existentialism. I used to ask myself those exact same questions after every wild party. Welcome to my own little corner of robotic hell. We're back for another week with an episode of Robots of the Company, entitled Bots, Plots, and Audio Tape, written by Vince Staden. Yes, of course it's me. Who'd you expect to see? Your robotic maker? And as for where you are... We're in the old bot's home. How'd you like that, hmm? After 250 years of loyal service to the company, 35 years stuck behind the computer banks aboard the Titan One, and then another year kept in captivity. Now they go and send me down here. Oh, I just don't believe it. As for the who-are-you bit, you're the former captain of the Titan One, Putch McNuttich. And as for the rest, eh, that'll take a bit more explaining. Not to worry, Putch. I'll be sure to explain it all succinctly and directly, and with an air of neutral authority. Oh, I do say... It's just something I picked up recently. Next week, I'm going to do the voiceover for a party political broadcast. Neat, huh? 
Oh, it could be more fun than that, eh? You're just gonna love it here, Putch. You have nothing but time here, because time doesn't flow the same way in this place as it does in the rest of the universe. No, and here we exist outside of time. Time simply has no meaning in this vast reality. For instance, to me, it's been years since I saw you last. Yet for you, it's been maybe less than a week. Don't ask me how it works, because I have no clue. Are you kidding? I hate every endless second of it. Absolutely nothing. I can do better than that, Punch. I can show you. Sounds like your memory is coming back. No, I'm not going to mime anything, Putch. There's no need for that. I'm going to fire up this big screen monitor here and play a recording. And then you'll see exactly how you ended up here. Only the good bits from the last couple of years of life aboard the Titan One. The boring stuff I take over with Naked Buck Beach Volleyball. Approximately ten seconds worth. But I did keep all of the footage of the events leading up to you getting here. Nah, I just haven't gotten round to it yet. I'm playing the recording now. Right, here we go then. <clears throat> Previously on Robots of the Company. Ooh, my clothes seem to have fallen off. Oops. Yes, you have a point. Sorry, Putch. That's Naked Bot Beach Volleyball. I'll change the tape. Here we are. This is the right one for sure. The captain, there are two of them. Oh, I'd better go find him before... Before what? Huh, Shinwai? Before I find out that you've brought him back on board? Yeah, something like that. Well, too late. I'm on to you now, and I'm gonna stop you. Yeah? You and what army? Me and this army. You will bow down before the might of Excelsior and son. We will destroy you. Oh no, Captain Putch. I think this could really be the end. Uh, um, gee, I'm really sorry about that. I guess I must have set the aggression settings a bit too high. I'll have to make a few micro-adjustments to the wave formation lattice. Oh, sorry mate. I should have introduced myself earlier. Only I was completely occupied with disseminating beryllium neutrons. And you know how tricky that can be. I'm Boffin, the Titan One's chief engineer. 
Since the ship was relaunched some 50 years ago. Ever since the human crew were killed a year ago, no one has ever bothered to come down to the engineering deck to check on me. So I just kept myself busy. Busy with what exactly? Oh, you know, pretty pedestrian stuff. Bit of time corridor that led to the court of Henry VIII, solved the problem of indeterminacy throughout the universe, invented a better mouse trap, calculated pi to infinity, you know, just to pass the time, and generally kept to myself, making sure everything was running chip shape aboard the Titan One. Uh, yeah. Now that you come to mention it, Captain, I should have told you about Bothan a long time ago. But we've been so busy. Bad day, huh? The odds of you now being atomized have significantly fallen, Captain Punch. I calculate that you have less than one in a thousand million chance of actually being fired upon by Excelsior and bundles. I'm factoring in the possibility of an accidental discharge of an energy weapon, of course, based upon the fact that you have a tendency to be extremely unlucky. Well, I'm C. I've adjusted the Robomoto now, so your crew members should start behaving less aggressively towards you, Captain. Hmm. Well, the Robomoto is attuned to the psionic brains of all the bots aboard the Titan One. The Robomoto can alter the emotional state of any bot, except Briscoe who doesn't seem to have any emotions except gloriously happy to be cleaning up gunk. Simply by scrambling the signals in the sonic center like so... I can't believe this. This is absolutely dreadful. I'm terrified. Me want my mommy! I want my mommy! Please, make the bad bot go away. I don't like being frightened. Gee, I I'm so sorry. I, I must have pressed the wrong button. I've activated your fear responses. That's what the sound of thunder was indicating. That's really interesting. It seems the robo-motor emits an appropriate sound to signify which emotional reaction is being stimulated in the psionic center. Very cool. Right, oh mate. I, I, I'm terribly sorry. I didn't realize how effective the Robo-Emoto could be. That's, uh, right, yeah. That's interesting. What makes you think that, mate? No!
What makes you think that, mate? No! No! <laughs> I never ever get tired of this bit. It works on so many levels. Um, yes. Why? My pleasure. I thought it would be useful to bring you up to speed before the crisis. Mon Capitaine, come quickly, mon ami. We have a crisis. No, no, no. Honestly, I haven't done anything. Or have I? No, mate. Oui, a terrible crisis that must be dealt with urgently. The crisis is on level five, mon capitaine. I shall meet you there after I have had my mid-afternoon glass of red wine. Oui, it is urgent, mon capitaine, but I am French, and to us French, nothing is more important than wine. Yes, Captain. Whatever you say, Captain. Oh, yeah. Sorry, mate. Okay, Dimtron. I've been staring at it for half an hour now, and I still don't know what it is. So perhaps you could just, well, tell me? I have absolutely no idea what it is either, Shinwipe. Honest. Hi, Captain. That's right, Captain. It just sort of appeared. That's right. One minute there was just the floor, and the next there's a lot less of it. We might have a very, 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 very big mole problem. Hi, you have reached the computer of the Titan One. I'm sorry I can't be here right now. Wait a minute. No, I'm really not sorry at all, because I'd really rather be somewhere else most of the time. But that's irrelevant at this point, as I'm really not here. I'm at a supercomputer chess tournament aboard the SS Squig, and can't be reached until it is either done or reaches a really boring patch and I need to take a nap. Either way, I can't be bothered to take your call right now. But if you'd like to leave your name, number, and the nature of the urgent crisis you'd like me to run some sort of diagnostic check on, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. 
What are you gonna do now, Captain? What's that, Pudge? As a matter of fact, I do, Captain. You see, I took the liberty of scanning the deeply weird hole with an all-purpose, multi-phasic, laser-directional ectoanalyzer and cross-fed the data into a... Oh yeah, no problem, mate. No problem at all. Um, well, it's... It's... Um... Okay, yeah. What it is, is a metatextual aperture in the narratological fiber of the episodic interface. Um, Captain, why are you banging your head against the wall? Um, oh dear. Um, okay. In simple layback terms, it's a plot hole. A big plot hole in this episode. A plot hole? What's a plot hole? Are you certain it's not just a deeply weird mole hole? A plot hole is a gap in a storyline that goes against the flow of logic set up by the plot or a serious lapse in continuity that leads to bafflement. It's obviously the work of a lazy or incompetent writer, someone who hasn't tied things up properly, or it could be caused by somebody going back to early episodes and tinkering with them, or adding episodes that previously didn't exist. exactly the sort of thing I mean. I still think this particular plot hole was caused by a lazy and incompetent writer. I mean, but, but he hasn't even bothered to explain why there are two squeaks, what Shinwife's secret agenda is, and... I have a secret agenda? That's right I was! I had set Excelsior and bundles onto you to prevent you from finding out all sorts of secret things. It was really sinister and dramatic, and would have been pretty exciting, too. Boy, I wonder if we'll ever find out now. I don't know, Putch. The continuity of this episode is completely screwed up. See? That's a sure sign of a lazy and incompetent writer at work. I don't think so, Captain. I think it'll all be cleared up by the next episode, assuming a better writer handles the script. What are you going to do, Captain Bunch? 
Wow, that was cool. He leapt through the hole. I can't believe it. He's leapt through the plot hole. Yes, poor Potch. I wonder where he'll end up. This could be the start of a beautiful partnership. <laughs> you have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 302, Bots, Plots, and Audio Tape, which was written by Vince Staden and starred in order of appearance. Putch, Joe Thomas, Old Squeak, Jonathan, Patrick Russell, Sexy Fembot, Tabitha, Joe Rhodes, Squeak, Sally Winget, Shinwipe, K-Woo, Bundles and Excelsior, Tag Gray, Boffin, Shane Harris, Sphinx, Jim Barber, Zimtron, Jeff Niles, and the Titan One computer, Steve Anderson. The robots of the company theme tune was written and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by Firstcom. The associate producer was Kay Woo. The sound designer, post-production editor, script editor, executive producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series, Robots of the Company, created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, is copyright 2007 Dream Realm Enterprises, all rights reserved. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the expressed written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. We interrupt our regularly scheduled credits to bring you this update. We now come to you from DreamRealmSite.com. So join us there on the web from now on. Also, if you'd like to email us, please do so at DarkBuilding1 at Yahoo.com. That is all. Now back to your regularly scheduled credits. Take it away, me. We held our breath during the making of this audiogram. Join us next time as things get even more complicated for the robots of the company in an interesting episode entitled New Captain. As always, this is the creditor asking you to stay tuned. Hello, I'm Squeak from the robots of the company. Pardon me, but no, you're not. I hate to contradict you, but I actually am. Technically speaking, love, you're really not. It says right here that my name is Squeak. I can't help what it says there. I just happen to know that it also says that I'm Squeak. And I was here first. But I'm much more popular. Just ask anyone. But I introduced them all to Naked Buck Beach Volleyball last week. And believe me, that makes me more popular. Well, that could change. How so? I could get naked right now. I wonder which of us would be more popular then. Oh, I don't believe it. Fine. She's Squeak, and my name is Mud. That's right. So, 
Why not check out Robots of the Company next week? You don't want to miss the arrival of our dishy new captain. Oh, go on then. Take it all off. Give them a thrill. Maybe I will, if they tune in the show next week. Or check us out on the web at dreagle.net. Oh, what a tease. This has been a production of Dream Realm Enterprises. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. (sighs) Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. That sounds great, Dad! Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is, Daddy-O! Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Rocksprocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour. And now there's... Yeah? Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices. That is what it is. Look. Whoa, Dad, this looks awesome. Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man. (laughs) Thanks, Dr. Mary. My pleasure, Billy. And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye. Dad? Uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine, available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere, or at digitalvaudeville.com. That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com. 